there. Welcome back to Living Black Podcast with your hosts, Nayla and Ari. And today we're going to be doing kind of a hot topic style episode again, but our basis for today is going to be on COVID-19 and mainly within um, schools in the United States. So we don't have a factor cap um, for today's episode, but we do have a question of the day. And that question of the day is, how has your school responded to COVID-19 or your establishment of work? You can go first for this one, Ayla. Okay. So for my school, um, I mean, they haven't really done much, to be honest. Like, they've mandated masks in the building and, you know, around, unless you're, like, eating or something. And they've tried to do social distancing, but you can't really social distance in a school building because there's like a bunch of kids and you know and also like a lot of the kids don't even listen to the school to the mask mandate they try to like enforce um like punishments if they don't wear their masks and stuff but you know it's high school like they can't do much about it I feel like they haven't done the best job at it um because you know we still get like a lot of a bunch of cases every day but, you know, they've tried, I guess. <laughs> they don't, they can't really, our, my school specifically can't really do much by themselves because it's like a county-wide thing. And so, like, whatever the county discusses, the rules have to be um, pertaining to COVID-19. The schools have to follow that. So, um, they could definitely do better, but it's not bad, I guess. My school is kind of the same. So, um you don't know i go to a charter school so they don't follow whatever um my local school district says so and they only follow by what the government the governor says so in this case um my school they've enabled masks well required it and they're super duper strict about masks um and they catch you in the hallways if you don't wear your mask and tell you to put your mask on. And if you aren't following COVID-19 regulations and restrictions, they make you go to the dean. Like if you refuse to go, I mean, to um, follow the restrictions. Um, they claim that we're supposed to be doing social distancing. We're not really social distance in school because just like you said, Nila, it's high school. Mm -hmm. um we transition ourselves to school i mean to classes and in the hallways like it's very tight our school has only three floors it's a big school um we share with another school so that's why but um we have three floors and there's about 700 or more of us trying to get through the hallways and the um routine that our school established is that um you have to go a specific way in the hallway. So, and there's a different direction for each hallway on every floor. So on the fourth floor, mm -hmm. you go either to the right, I think, or to the left, one of those directions. Then on the fifth floor, you go the opposite direction, sixth floor, opposite direction. The thing that gets me the most about this transition thing that they established is that there are like six stairwells, well, four stairwells actually four or five and they each go in a different direction so only one only one particular stairwell is meant to go in one direction so like this one stairwell that's all the way to the right of the building you're only able to go up now say for example your class is literally like 
one or two classes down from where you just hopped off the stairwell at. If you're not following the direction of the hallway, you cannot go that way. And they make you go find another stairwell to walk up or walk down and walk around the whole school building to get there. And what's so messed up about the system is that um, the teachers, they literally get on you if you're late. Like, you guys know we're going to be late. I'm not running down stairwells for your class. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, and everybody's so against this new transition thing. And then the last thing that everybody's also so against, and I'm also against myself as a VP of culture for my grade level, is that we have assigned seats at lunch. And the worst part about it is that it's what? alphabetical order. Yeah, assigned seats. Now, did this start just because of COVID? They just started it because of COVID. Man, I don't yeah. know how y'all do that. It, it makes no sense because um, I know they're trying to track COVID um, in the most easiest way possible. But we, before all this happened, we actually had seats that most of us sat at every single day. Like mm-hmm. it was just normalized. So we just sat there. And it would have been easier if they did it that way anyways. They were already tracking our names and stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't get what we had to sit at assigned seats for. But that's just my thought on it. Yeah. But um, we're going to move into the more important part of today's episode. So our first question for today is... Well, we already actually answered that. How did your school respond to COVID-19? But um, what actions did you expect your school board to take towards COVID-19? For me, um, I didn't, I had expectations, but uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't have too many ex- expectations because I knew like nothing would really happen. But of course, the mask mandate, which they did, um, also like social distancing and um so last year when I well I was when I was in middle school last school year they had like this thing where they would have um A through N I think go in on like Mondays and Wednesdays and then L M N sorry O through Z would go um on Tuesdays and Thursdays so there was like you know less people in the building at a time and I think that would have you know I wasn't really a fan of it because some of my friends I didn't go to school with them on their days but I think it was a good way to like minimize the amount of people in the building which would also help with like social distancing and stuff I know it would probably have been a lot and also for some parents it would have been hard but I think it would have been like a good way to um minimize the amount of people in the building um, I also think that my school could have been done a better job at like um, hygiene for the school and stuff because like you know they throw t- they threw tubs of hand sanitizer in the classrooms, but it's not like they like make anyone put hand sanitizer on or anything. When I was in the middle school uh, last school year, every single person that walked into the building they had you had to put hand sanitizer on and they had like a guard at every door <laughs> making sure that you put hand sanitizer on and I know putting hand sanitizer on when you first enter the building isn't really going to do much but like just making sure that people are at least cleaning their hands and stuff because hand sanitizer is actually very useful when it comes to like the spread of the vaccine because people use their hands for a lot of stuff touching their face eating everything else so I also think that they should have like 
made it a thing where you had to where they like made you wash your hands before eating lunch because that would have been another great way to stop the spread um but yeah those are just a couple of things that I wished my district could have done or things that I expected them to do but they didn't do um so you want to go hybrid that's what you're saying are you agree with it Mm -hmm. I actually agree because I never got to experience hybrid because we had school, like we had a hybrid last year, but um, I was too comfortable at home already to go into school. And I also did not have my uniform last year because it was my first year and we were told we were going virtual. So I sat in my home clothes all day for school. <laughs> um, but... Oh, yeah, I agree with the lunch part, sanitizing your hands. Um, our school, we don't like, we don't do that. They don't require you to sanitize your hands once you come into school or anything like that. They're just like, let me take your temperature, do your health pass, and all that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's basically a COVID-19 screening, but <sighs> it's still messy. But um, the actions that I expect in my school board, well, my school to take, towards COVID-19 is that we could have went virtual because the schools in my actual like public school district, they went virtual for about two weeks after winter break hit and um, or finished. And we were the only like school that even went into school oh, wow. like in person. I think it was maybe us and a couple other charter schools, but note how I said charter schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like they put a lot of our safety in danger because um, when we came back from winter break, first off, we went back to school on a Tuesday because of COVID. And um, there were barely any teachers at school to teach us. I, I'm so serious when I tell you this. I went to school for two days straight that week and learned nothing but two things from two classes. That was it. Everything else was study halls. Wow. So I, I wasted my time, first off. That's what I feel like, even though the homework was light. But still, why did I have to come into school to learn two things? I get up at seven. No, not seven. I get up at five or six o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. to do what? Like, it, everybody was so against it. Like, we could have went virtual for that week or even had school canceled. Y'all, y'all could have risked it. We didn't have that much time left. And to be honest... We're in the second half of the school year. It doesn't matter to me at this point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wish we could have went virtual or we could have went hybrid, even though it was a short amount of time. We still have time to go hybrid, but I guess they're just waiting until everybody suddenly catches COVID again. Because we did have some kids that were missing along with teachers mm-hmm. and it was visible. That's the exact same at my school. So um, after the break, we went virtual for three days, which I don't know what three days is going to do, but go off. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then we went back into the building. And when we got there, like there was a bunch of teachers missing. They had to put like like if your class didn't have a teacher during that period or for the whole school day, that class would go to the auditorium and they were they would sit in there. And so they had people in the some classes in the auditorium and some some classes in the uh, library, just sitting there. And then there was like an administrator taking attendance for each class. And there was like five classes. 
in the auditorium and five classes in the library because of because those teachers were like gone and I was like dang that's crazy like we should I think virtual would be better for now I don't I don't want to do virtual the whole year because virtual it was a lot but um at least coming back from break I think virtual would have benefited us a little bit um for longer than three days because three days isn't really going to do much at all but yeah yeah I actually loved um virtual way more better because I had more time on my hands and I was able to like stay at home and make sure that um everything was all right with my schoolwork and virtual had its benefits if you know what I mean if you know what I mean because mm-hmm. you know it's the only way I passed that school year uh-huh <laughs> but um the next question is that how are you affected this year personally and education wise by COVID-19 um for this school year so far it hasn't COVID-19 hasn't affected me that much other than having to wear the mask in school um yeah, everything's pretty much back to normal, I would say, except for the masks. Um, so, yeah, it's been okay. What about you? And education-wise? Yeah, it hasn't affected me, to be honest, like the way I've learned or anything. Oh, wow. Okay. It might just be me because I got too comfortable at home. But um, this year... um. My schoolwork, like, well, school in general, is kind of, like, toned down for me because last year I was so affluent and, like, my classes, excuse me, my classes were amazing last year and um, my grades were looking fantastic. But this year it's, like, I don't know, maybe because we're back in person and things are a little bit challenging to see your teacher face-to-face and, like, all of this. Mm-hmm. And, um just learning in person was a little bit more difficult for me this year. And I probably would take virtual learning if I had the opportunity right now, but um, it's not an option. Mm. Yeah, I could definitely feel you. Transitioning was, it was a little difficult transitioning, but like once I got used to it, it was like, okay, I've done this before. Yeah, it's kind of difficult for me personally, but a lot of kids in my school, they agree with that, that um, it wasn't hard for them to transition. But some of them, they weren't like agreeing with the fact that we could go virtual because some of them didn't want to be bored in the house. But at the same time, I don't know. They might want to take that back. <laughs> Next question is, do you think that the actions that your school is taking to prevent COVID-19 from spreading is actually working? Um, so I kind of already said this. The masks, of course, are doing something. Well, they could be doing something. Um, they don't really do anything, to be honest. Like, it's the mask, and they try to social distance. But as I said earlier, you can't really social distance. Um And we do have new cases every day. So I personally do not think that what they're doing is really working. But to be honest, there's not much they could do other than go virtually or have kids take tests like every day. Oh, another thing is like if you are sick and you go to the doctor and you test positive for COVID before you can enter back into the building, you have to show 
two negative COVID tests to the school. So I guess that's like you? A mm-hmm, you do. You have to. So that's definitely like an effective way to make sure that COVID isn't in the building. But at the same time, you don't have to like they don't make you tell the school if you got COVID or not. So someone could really just lie and say they're just sick or they or some people may not even get tested and just say they have like a little cold or something and go to school. So it's and I, I they can't really, you know, force anyone because it's like a free country or whatever. So it's kind of hard to like regulate and prevent the spread, but I don't think they're doing that well of preventing the spread. Mm. That's a lot for two COVID tests. I'm not even gonna lie to you, mm-hmm. but my school, I I don't really know because first off, we just like most of us just came back um from winter break and quarantining well not me but um a lot of them just started coming back last week or this week and the thing about it is that covid it it hit really hard for a lot of people over winter break and they had to quarantine so those covid numbers that you see or the COVID numbers that are happening at my school are probably not from them being in the school building but um for me, I don't feel like it's working because a lot of kids they, they still don't they still don't act like they got sense. And a couple of them like I don't know because it's kind of a yes or no situation because I don't know who has covid, what the numbers are cuz they don't update the site on what who has covid and like not who but what the numbers are for covid in our school building. So, I don't I don't know. But personally, I feel like it's not guaranteed to work because a lot of us, we're in denial of everything that's going on. And it's just like COVID is going to happen regardless of what they do in the school. And there's 700 of us in that school building, tight, tightly packed. And you have to see the morning line um, when you come to my school, like, we are packed up in that thing outside like sardines, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, it is just a big mob of kids just standing there. <laughs> I'm so serious. But, um, yeah, I just don't think it's probably even going to work this year. They're going to see us probably for another two months and then back in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also, I also feel like... Um... The schools feel like there's not like there's not much that they can do, which I also agree with them. Like there isn't really much you can do to prevent the spread at all, really, because you know it's like a um how do I put this? Just like out even outside of school, like just in general speaking, COVID nineteen stopping the spread. You can't force people to do anything unless there's like a set law in place. So just like in the popular, in the, um, just like in general, you can't force people to wear their masks or even if you do, they still won't wear them. And it's not like you can really do anything about it. So I feel like schools just feel like they don't have control of the situation. So these little things that they're putting in place, like they try their best, but they can't really do much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like, you know, 
I think we should go back hybrid like everybody chooses what they want to do. If you want to go virtual, stay at home. If you want to go into school, you go straight into hybrid because I don't know. Everybody is mixed feelings and I feel like they shouldn't let um, whatever wins majority to be like the future of what our school is like for the rest of the school year because not everybody feels comfortable going back to school. I know I sure didn't, but I miss my friends and I wasn't about to be having a friendless um, school year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely agree with that. But the last questions or question that we have is how can the government help out with your school board regarding COVID-19? Um, honestly, I don't really know what the government could do. They could, I know they could definitely, um, provide like resources to help with COVID-19 like more hygiene products they should also provide masks because I know school like my school for the longest time didn't even have masks so some kids would come in with no mask and they wouldn't you know like what are they supposed to do then but um providing like that type of stuff to stop or not it's not going to stop the spread but providing masks hand sanitizer stuff like that and also, I think the government should give recommendations on what schools should do because, um, you know, the school board, like, they're confused. They don't know what to do with the schools and the students. So I think giving recommendations on what they think they should do would, like, help build, like, a foundation for what they should do go- moving forward um, to handle COVID. But, yeah, I don't really know. It's kind of a hard like question and topic to talk about. Definitely. Um, I know for a fact that the government, they can't really do too much, but I feel like, I don't know, because it's so many things that I could say, but I know that the government probably wouldn't even be down to do, mm-hmm. but I feel like they should not do the vaccine mandate thing because if you're vaccinated, I feel like, you know, you're protected, but at the same time, you're still able to catch COVID and it's not all that. So if we did require students to have vaccines before going into school, which they can't do at my school because a lot of the kids in my school are actually Muslim. It's like a good percentage of them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's against their religion. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I know that their parents wouldn't be too fond with them getting the vaccine. And, you know, not everybody's parents or the students themselves are with the vaccine. And I don't blame them. I don't really think I'm getting my booster either. So I wouldn't blame them. But um, the vaccine itself, I feel like it should not be mandated in any schools because we're just teenagers trying to live our lives while to school. Nobody's thinking about the vaccine right now. And if it was that serious, then. I think that there should be a virtual option for those kids that, you know, they don't feel safe in school or they don't want to get the vaccine because you, nobody should be telling you what you should be doing in your life, especially a school that you're required to do by the government and you're not allowed to like not be in school, which is against the law to actually not be in school. So regardless, they should give you an option, but, um, like I was saying, I feel like we shouldn't leave the government in charge of it. But like you said, 
they should be giving recommendations or the school board should be looking into um, the World Health Organization and see what they could do about COVID because it's getting real out here. I'm not going to lie. It is. And also, I feel like the schools, well, actually not the schools, but I feel like in general, people are starting to get a little bit more used to COVID. Well, I don't I don't know how to word this because, you know, everyone feels COVID-19 differently and has experienced it differently. But I feel like it's not becoming a new norm, but I feel like, um, yeah, I guess I can say people are getting a little more used to it. And so some people are like, since they think that like it's slowing down, which it's most definitely not slowing down, but I feel like some people think that it's just going to stop one day. So they want to stop following the rules and stuff. Um, And so that's why I think that we need like, okay. So in Georgia, we do not have any like mask mandates at all because it's a Republican state. So, well, we have a Republican governor. And so I feel like, so yeah, also what I'm trying to say is all schools and all school districts aren't required to have a mask mandate, but mine does. But one school or one school district having a mask mandate isn't going to stop the spread because there's many other schools and organizations and and everything else in the state that don't have mask mandates. And so part of Georgia having a mask mandate is not going to stop the rest of Georgia from not getting COVID, if you see what I'm saying. I agree with what you're saying. Um, the mask mandate, I don't know. Because I can't really tell you how I feel about it. Because right now in my city, we have a vaccine mandate that um you can't go into public places, certain public places, without having the vaccine, which is literally just like New York City. Really? But, um, yeah. Yeah. So that means I can't get my nails done or go skating without having a vaccine. It's kind of crazy. I don't like it. But I'm vaccinated, so it's not really a problem with me. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just kind of weird because somebody actually tweeted this. We don't know if this is just the beginning of the pandemic because within the last couple of three weeks or the couple um, weeks of 2022, which we're just in a new year, they are talking about there's two new variants of COVID, um, the Omicron, and then there was another one, DHI or something like that. I'm like, and there was another one that I heard about. It was like a mixture of the flu and COVID. And they yeah. called it Florcron. I don't know. So don't yeah. Something like that. That's what I was talking about, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, first off, everybody's like, where are y'all getting these variants from? Y'all just making up stuff? Right. <laughs> and then secondly, like, if all of these variants are coming out, what are we supposed to do? Because I know the um the pandemic it's slowly falling back into 2020 but it's like 2020 times two for real for real Mm -hmm. like at this point i don't know what we're supposed to do but i'm just gonna have to live my life because it looked like the world's about to end (laughs) right like we can't just keep going on doing the same thing every day like at some point we're just gonna have to get used to it and whatnot because we can't live our lives like this yeah 
I am not spending my 2022 summer in the house again. It will not happen. I so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So are there any other questions or anything we have to do for today's episode? Um, I think that's it. All right. Thank y'all for coming to our TED Talk and listening to Living Black Podcast. In the meantime, make sure y'all check out our link tree and follow us on Instagram and also TikTok. We're going to start uploading there very, very soon. And yeah, so as we tune out for today's episode, we thank y'all for listening and we hope everyone has a safe 2022 and welcome into the new year. We're back, baby. Yes. Glad to be back. Very much. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.